back to More Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in Alberta and BC. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593. This podcast is based on a weekly newsletter that I send out to mainly real estate professionals, accountants, lawyers, and other centers of influence. The newsletter is called The Mortgage Broker Playbook for Real Estate Professionals. And if you want in on the newsletter, simply send me a text or an email, and I'll put you on the newsletter list. But if you need a mortgage right now or in the near future, who gives a crap about the newsletter and connect with me immediately, text or email me or call me right now at 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right. So one day I'm going to do all that in a speed read tone. I attempted there at the beginning and then I lost track. But anyhow, just having some fun there with the intro. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, construction draw loans, uh, construction draw mortgages or, or self-built mortgages as they're commonly referred to as. Um, before we get to that, I went uh, skiing yesterday and uh, I'm not like an avid skier, nor have I ever been one um, throughout my life. Born and raised in Calgary, I went from time to time, you know, went to the big mountains nearby, Sunshine, the odd time Lake Louise, Canada Olympic Park, of course, back in the day when it was called Pascapu, right? Um, but uh, yeah, you know what? Not my cup of tea. Just it's a lot of work. And uh, I took my little guy up to the hill there, and I live in North Vancouver, as uh, you're aware. And, uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, live in North Vancouver, live in the North Shore, and, and there's three hills, like, within 10 or 15 minutes of each other. We have uh, Grouse Mountain, uh, Cypress, and, and Seymour. And uh, we went to Cypress, and it was beautiful. It was just beautiful, and, and the fact that, you know, he, he, he was out half day yesterday, so right at lunch... And uh, me and two other dads and their boys, we, we went up to the hill. And it was pretty, pretty cool. I'm like, wow, we live in a special place and you know, we're driving up there. It's gorgeous. So in that respect, it's amazing. And, um, you know, my little guy, he wanted to ski. So we went up there and uh, had a great time. But me personally, I just think skiing is like a lot of work. Like you got to get your gear. If you don't have gear, you got yeah, you to you get some, you know, and that, that's annoying right there, renting gear at the hill you know the skis the poles buying all that stuff um, and then get to the hill and you start skiing once you're all suited up set up um, I'm good like after one or two hours I don't know how people can do this for the entire day hats off to those people anyone listening who's a ski nut so no no offense it's just not my cup of tea too much work but uh, yeah my kid really loves it that's the crappy thing for me so um, I think uh, I'm gonna have to be doing more of that but um, yeah I'm definitely not going to be a full day event for me that's for sure interest rates so there's uh, there, there was a little bit of activity and I, I'm pretty sure it had uh, to do with the presidential um, what do you call it again the, the inauguration yes thank you so the uh, the inauguration, of course, that has a world events like that have an impact on the markets, which in turn have an impact on interest rates. So we saw a little bit of an uptick um, with just uh, one particular lender a couple of days ago, and uh, it wasn't a significant movement. Uh, it's just zero point zero five percent increase. 
uh, of a five-year fixed rate. So not a huge deal. And the thing that we look at when when one lender makes an announcement like that, you, we look to see if there's going to be a pattern here. Are all other lenders going to follow suit? In this case, that hasn't happened. There was maybe just one other lender that I'm aware of uh, as of this morning, um, Friday, January 22nd, um, that followed suit. And it was also a very minor uh, increase. But at the same time, that other lender made a decrease on, on another interest rate within their portfolio. So um, something to be aware of. Um, wasn't really expecting any activity, but, uh, you know, as happens with world events, this tends to uh, have an impact on the markets, which in turn affect fixed rates. Variable rate mortgages on the other rate uh, directly correlated with the Bank of Canada rate announcement. So two different animals here. Um, I've talked about this before in past episodes but um, the, the, the prime rates are very orderly. There are like eight regular scheduled announcements throughout the course of the year where they make announcements on prime rate, okay? And uh, uh, totally different, whereas with fixed variable mortgages, they're pretty spontaneous. Um, uh, moments notice uh, a rate will increase or decrease um, or whatever the case may be. So just because there's a, a little trend there, I'm not, I, I'm not going to even call it a trend, but uh, a little uptick yesterday doesn't hold, uh, um, give me solid reasoning that some trend is going on. But nonetheless, something to be aware of if you are in the market for a mortgage. And lastly, I have a, uh, a new song that I uh, produced in the past couple of weeks. So um, I'll, I'll chat with you more about that to the end. Just stick around to the end and I'll, uh, I'll talk more about that. Listen to the whole tune. But let's get on with our topic today. And uh, if you drive around town, like I mean in Vancouver and I'm sure many, many cities across Canada, you'll notice the dream to build your own home, uh, like to build your own home is alive and well, like especially in Vancouver. If you take a drive down any street, you know, any one of Metro Vancouver's neighborhoods, and you'll see several projects on the go. Like here in North Vancouver, it, it's insane. Like it seems like every other house some days, uh, some streets. So this week, I want to talk about that, the mortgages that finance these projects and, and what it takes to qualify for them. Because I do, I get a ton of calls, uh, people asking like, okay, what, what would it take for me to tear down my house and build a property? Or, you know what, the, the inventory out there, it, it's, it's not what we expected. Um, we want to build our own house, so we will buy something, tear it down, and build something. So that's what I'm going to talk about. These mortgages are commonly referred to as like construction draw mortgages or self-build mortgages. Okay, so if you or anyone you know are considering taking this route, um, let's get to it. Stick around, and um, we'll talk more about the main qualification criteria. Okay, so as this is, um, it's, it's quite a complex um, thing to do, uh, these construction draw mortgages. So like, like a lot of uh, mortgage qualification programs as well, like my, my objective is always to take something complex and, and narrow it down and put it in like a very brief outline of, you know, these are the, the main points. So with this, I've narrowed it down to three things you got to know if you're building your home. So let's let's talk about these, and, and I'll, I'll say they're probably the three most important factors to understand um, during the the process of qualification for construction draw loan. Number one, building your own property is capital intensive. Okay, so be aware that you'll definitely you'll need a substantial amount of what I call front money. 
to begin your project. So even though you, you're going to qualify for a construction draw mortgage, um, the front money is non-mortgage money, and it will be required, lots of it will be required for pre-construction soft costs and, um, and the beginning stages of your build. So the front money can be from any source. It can be your own sources. It can be from the sale of your previous home, perhaps. Uh, it could be from the equity proceeds, maybe, that you did um, on a refinance for a property that you may own. It could be from your parents' front money. Um, can literally, you know, come from various sources. So if you used a mortgage to purchase the land or the property that, that you're thinking of tearing down, your required front money will be even larger, okay? So because the first draw, the first advance will be applied directly to the outstanding mortgage balance rather than the accrued construction costs, okay? So very important to understand that. Like uh, once the draw proceeds have been applied to the outstanding mortgage balance, okay? So if you bought a property, let's say a million dollar property and there's a $500,000 mortgage on it to buy that property. Let's say your first draw comes in for $200,000 for that construction. Okay, so you built it up to a certain level and now the bank reimburses you $200,000. Right away, that $200,000 would first look at the existing land title and see if there's any charges applied against it. And in this case, there is. There's a $500,000. Boom, that $200,000 would go right directly to paying that five hundred dollars down to three hundred. dollars Okay, and then you still have zero remaining to carry on with your construction project. So you, it's a capital-intensive process. A lot of front money involved. Okay, number two, mortgage draws are paid in stages after the completion of specified construction milestones. Okay, so this is um, very often a misunderstood guideline amongst construction mortgage applicants. So once the work has been completed to reach a specific construction milestone, the lender sends an inspector to verify that the work has been completed, then the funds are advanced. So again, back to the capital intensive part of, uh, of this type of mortgage, you'll need uh, to make arrangements for funds to pay your trades to do their work um, before you get the payment. And, you know, that could be done one of two ways. Uh, either they'll require payment from you um, as the work gets completed, or some may have special terms and they'll allow for, you know, 30 or 60 day uh, uh, request for the funds after the work is done. And they can, they can nicely time their, their work with the payment schedule that you have coming from the bank and so on. But uh, important to be aware of. And finally, my final point here um, the common construction milestones and their respective draw payout ratio. So um, this happens in several stages throughout the, the, the uh, timeline of the construction of the property. So stage one, and this is where at the completion of stage one, which is uh, typically excavation, foundation, waterproofing, and weeping tile, uh, at the completion of this stage, about 15 to 18% or let's just use round numbers, about 15% of mortgage proceeds will be advanced at this stage, at the completion of this stage. Okay, so you kind of do the math there. If, if you need front money, um, you, you factor that in, right? So that, that, that advance is going to come after the work is done. 
Stage number two, um, after this stage, you can expect about 25% of the mortgage proceeds to be advanced. And in stage two involves roof uh, being completed, the backfill and framing. Uh, stage three, uh, at this stage, another 25% of mortgages will be advanced. And this uh, typically includes like the, the rough-in for plumbing and electrical work, drywalling, uh, furnace installation, and exterior wall cladding. Uh, after that, stage four, another 20% of mortgage pro proceeds are advanced, and, and this is where the, the doors are hung, uh, floors finished, electrical plumbing completed, um, kitchen cupboards installed, and basically, you know, you're polishing up the house big time at this stage. So 20% you can expect at this stage, and finally, stage five, it's kind of the, uh, the the remaining stuff, so the, the exterior work uh, of the home completed, site works, landscape, and, and all that good stuff. So that's where the balance, in this case, 15%, um, you can expect at that stage, and it's all done. So lenders will vary. Um, it's either four stages or five stages. I've never seen it more than five. Um, sometimes it could be, I've seen a couple of lenders at three stages. So a uh, lot of things to be aware of there, a lot of moving parts. And, um, you know, it's very important to be on schedule. And, and like, a, obviously, you can see the value of that. So having a, a contractor who's very organized and, and on time, uh, you know, the more time you spend on the project, the more expensive uh, the overall thing gets, right? And I'll just leave you on a couple of heads up um, items here. So uh, the first one being many applicants underestimate the pre-construction soft costs and uh, look into these costs and be aware of them and, and plan for them in your budget. So um, and these are items like architectural fees, legal fees, rezoning costs, uh, community contributions, government taxes, and of course, financing costs. So be aware of all those items. Uh, another heads up item, the construction mortgage terms and conditions. So kind of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the main items here, the amount of draws, as I mentioned before, will vary with lenders. So typically four or five draw stages, uh, interest begins to accrue as soon as the first draw is advanced and can be deducted from forthcoming advances. So um, some lenders will allow you not to make any payments and will just include them in the, the advances, and others will, will expect that you make the payments. So again, it varies with lender. In uh, the next point, many lenders allow for only third-party contractor builds rather than self-builds. So again, varying with lenders. Uh, self-builds are certainly allowed, but have to abide by the BC housing regulation by getting a owner builder authorization. So um, look into the BC housing regulation and to, to find out what it takes to become, uh, to get owner builder authorization. Okay, so that's all I got for you on uh, construction draw mortgages. So I, I hope that you got some good takeaways. And, and at the very least, I, I just wanted to um, give you the, the kind of main sticking points to be aware of um, as you approach this option for yourself. Um, so yeah, reach out to me if you have uh, if, if you're seriously interested in doing this. I would introduce you to uh, my counterpart who specializes specifically in these uh, construction draw loan mortgages, and uh, ensure that the project gets done at the best possible terms. So call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you are in Alberta or British Columbia, as I am licensed to service these specific provinces, and especially 
if you are from Calgary or Vancouver, because I'm very familiar with these markets. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning into Mortgageonomics Canada. Uh, I'm going to leave you with a tune that I've been working on, and uh, yeah, just made a few changes as to, to you know the software that I actually use to put the music together to to record it. Um, I went from a, a, a migrated to a different software, and, and and as a result of that, I'm able to share the tracks with other musicians and 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 kind of get some collaboration going. So um, this one turned out pretty good. Um, I uh, collaborated with an old friend. Um, his name is Nick Peshut. You might know him. He's a pretty famous drummer around uh, around these places. He's uh, he's a drummer with Carly Rae Jepsen. And uh, yeah, he did an awesome job. So just a fantastic groove that he provided. So thanks, Nick, for your input in this. Really appreciate it, buddy. Um, I hope you enjoy it. This is like a, a jazz kind of tango vibe. And uh, I've got about 15 layered tracks in there with mandolins, acoustic guitar. Uh, right in the build-up part, I rock into a, a solo, like a distorted solo. And uh, some strings as well, some orchestral strings there for that ambient background sound. But anyhow, I hope you enjoy the tune. Um, and I will look forward to uh, chat with you again on the next episode. Take care.